Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio. Canada Day Edition. We're throwing it down today. Because Canadians are tough. We will not be on Wednesday because the crew is soft. They'll be stuffing wieners down their throats on Wednesday. We're all business. Are we betting on Chestnut versus the field? We'll check in uh, with the odds. He's been good to us over the years. Very good. Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Yeah, we will not be on Wednesday, but uh, here we are right now. Yep. Here we are right now. Crazy weekend. As uh, we pick up the pieces uh, following some uh, real insanity uh, from Russia. Belgium just rallied back. Uh, The Japanese had a 2-0 lead uh, with about 30 minutes left uh, in the game. And uh, they stopped uh, trying to score Belgium. Belgium ends up uh, winning 3-2. They scored just seconds before they would have uh, went into uh, extra time. Real heartbreak. Real heartbreak. And uh, Honda just missed an opportunity <laughs> to bury it. Uh, Suzuki's left in tears. <laughs> Suzuki, Honda, yeah. tough day for automobiles in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Suzuki is uh, very disappointed after Honda uh, missed the opportunity to close it. And Mitsubishi is crying. Yeah, Mitsubishi's left in tears. Where's Subaru? Uh, that was uh, was a tough uh, tough beat uh, for the Japanese. Sure was. Uh, Belgium showed uh, Belgium showed uh, showed their explosiveness. Very similar to uh, to Team France. Never oh, yeah. never out of a game. You're never out of a game if you can score as quickly as these teams can. It was difficult to score in soccer, but France, Belgium, as you can see, these guys can light it up when I put the full court press on. Great call. Yeah, Gabe actually did some good stuff when France was down. I, I live bet them, and it turned out to be uh, one of the better decisions on the weekend. Very, very dangerous team. That Greisman, man, he runs like a gazelle. It's uh, France is a very, very effective team and uh, very scary. You know what? I know we have uh, Uruguay got by Portugal. Sad days at the house. Joe's been, I haven't seen Joe in four days. So I don't know where he's gone. Well, but Joe's uh, missing. Yeah, he's, he's actually, yes, he's missing. Yeah, I don't know. He could be in Montreal. He could be anywhere. He could be, uh, he just hasn't come home. Did he pay his rent? Not yet. I'm expecting that. <laughs> I'm expecting rent, though, uh, probably tomorrow when he comes back. The Iron Sheik uh, checks in. The Iron <laughs> Sheik uh, was evidently watching. Uh, watching Japan and uh, Belgium. He says, Japan, you effed up big time, you jabronis. <laughs> Except uh, he's... Uh, <laughs> that's actually not cool. What did he do? He actually said, you messed up big time, Jap bronies. Oh, yeah, yeah, he replaced yeah, yeah. the oh, B yeah, with oh, yeah. a P. Oh, I see. The Iron Sheik never stops this guy. <laughs> we partied with him before. He's an absolute savage. He replaced <laughs> Jap bronies. Now, just for the record, if 
if you follow the Iron Sheik on Twitter and his official uh, Twitter account, I'm going to let you in on a little bit of a secret right yeah. now. It's not the Iron Sheik tweeting. Nope. No, it's not. The Iron Sheik can barely speak, okay? Like, he can barely speak English. He doesn't understand. The Iron Sheik wasn't just watching the World Cup. The Iron Sheik right now is probably extremely hungover. Yep. And um, and not not a very good state. Great point, Marenzi. When I saw the Iron Sheik in Chicago in a wheelchair, he wasn't moving. Like, he can't, you, you said it. Like, he needed help. Somebody was pushing him in his wheelchair to get to his section. And when we partied with him, he pissed his pants. So that's like there's a lot of things going on. It ain't the Sheik. Yeah, pretty much uh, pretty much everyone I know has an Iron Sheik uh, story. Me and Cam partied uh, with the Iron Sheik. Uh, he went pretty hard all day. Sure did. I know somebody that went on tour with uh, with Howard Stern's, um, you know, all of Howard Stern's sidekicks, like all the comedi- comedian guys, they had like a tour, whatever the hell it was called, Stern's sidekick tour, whatever it was, right? <laughs> so it's all those comedian guys on a tour. And uh, I worked with a dude in Vegas when I was doing uh, game time decisions out of Vegas on TV. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys, John Bovenizer. What a name. Yeah. Bovenizer? Bovenizer. <laughs> Very <laughs> Mr. Bovenizer. Yeah, John JB. <laughs> what a great handle. John, yeah. What a what a name. Well, his nickname was Johnny Liquor. Johnny Liquor. So um yeah, so uh, Johnny Liquor actually was like a sound man on that tour. Yeah. And one of his jobs was to like uh like he also drove people on the tour type deal and I guess the Iron Sheik was there for a night. Guest appearance. And the uh, same thing. He got, like, totally wasted with the Iron Sheik. And uh, basically, he was, like, wasted. Except he was, like, blatantly drunk driving. And he was in Indianapolis. And he had to take, like, the Iron Sheik to the airport or something. And <laughs> he said, like, he's all wasted, but he didn't have a choice. And the Sheik was wasted. And they were doing lines. And oh, yeah. And basically, they got pulled over. <laughs> For real? Yes. Oh, wow. He said it was like pouring rain. This guy's like, you know, he's not from Indianapolis. He goes, man, it's like pouring rain. We got pulled over at like 5 in the morning, man. And uh, the cops were big fans of the Iron Sheik, so they let us go. Wow. That's called great luck. <laughs> the Sheik. You usually don't get that at a sobriety stop. Well, that's the thing. The cops actually told me that. It's not every day we pull over the Iron Sheik in Indian, downtown Indianapolis at 5 in the morning. <laughs> so they were like, what's the deal here? And they were like, all right, all right. You're getting them to the airport. All right, you you get back to your hotel. And, you know. Amazing. Yeah, he said the cops in Indianapolis were actually pretty cool. That they, they like the Iron Sheik. That's great. I imagine the Iron Sheik's been pulled over a lot of times over oh, the years. I, I, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, the Iron Sheik, it's not him. He's got, like, um, two guys, those uh, twin guys, right? Yeah, there's, like, two dudes. I think they're Lebanese, actually. Yeah, yeah they're Moroccan or Lebanese. They're, they're like, uh, manager type of dudes. They they promote, like, wrestling, yeah. card shows and, you know, appearances and yeah. stuff like that. A lot of hustling. They're essentially his manager. Yep. Right? And they handle the Twitter account. They sh- yes, they sure do. You think you can write this stuff? The Iron Sheik's not watching NFL games. Like, the Iron Sheik tweets about NFL games on Sunday. Odell Beckham jabroni. Right? It's not him. He can't even barely make it to the toilet, let alone put these witty sentences together. I'm with you. I I don't want to expose him or anything like that, but but it's it's it's, not the Iron Sheik. It's straight up truth. Yeah, Yeah, not, not, not the Iron Sheik. So LeBron James is Oh, now, yeah, yeah, here we go. LeBron James now a Los Angeles Laker. Mike Blewett 
uh, will join us. Drew Dinkmeyer. Drew Dinkmeyer was going to join us, but uh, Drew Dinkmeyer is a multimillionaire. On vacation. He's got a lovely uh, wife who um, puts together, like, chocolate mousse, strawberry cakes. And, uh, oh, yeah, that cake looked like it was worth, like, a lot of money. Yeah, don't expect a lot of guests on the show this week. We appreciate Mike Blewett joining us. I'm going to ask Mike. Mike must just be, like, a middle-aged uh, loser. No, I think uh, like like I think he's just a big. I, I think you first of all don't call yourself a loser. You're a friend of mine, and I think Mike Blewett just uh, he likes you in the show. I we think were, you know what he does. And, he, and know what? we he, were all for five getting guests on Friday. You know what? But then oh no, but other guys came in. Barbecues, families. Nope. Ricky Sanders, Merrill, Merrill, Merrill stopped yeah. by oh, for yeah, a Mer- bit. Merrill stepped back he, up. He, yeah, he did. He came back. Yeah, because Merrill saw that the show went on without him. He was like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> yeah, 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 better, better, yeah. better, better call Morenzi. Yeah, better get back in. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to get knocked out of the rotation on Friday. Yeah, exactly. Actually, Bobano, Bobano showed up, too. And his damn tie cast screw, screwed me. Bunch of losers. Actually, they're winners. So, what, uh, LeBron James uh, now with the Lakers. Yeah, oh, boy. Uh, Twitter, Twitter's blowing up. Twitter's blowing up. And I think the best tweet I saw is um, <laughs> breaking news. The Cleveland Cavaliers announced that Tyrone Lue has been promoted to head coach. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, Tyrone Lou. Tyrone Lou's now officially yeah, the head yeah. coach. You are the coach of the Cavs. Yeah. What do you, I thought I was. Well, no, no, no. no, you no, know, no, no now no. you really are the coach. Yeah, now yeah. you can really yell at everyone yeah. if you want. And, you know. I got to tell you, Cleveland's probably going to clean house. What do you got now? You got a whole bunch of shit. Like, you got nothing there in the cupboard. You might as well try to get uh, something for a few guys. I'll tell you what, I'll be taking Kevin Love in uh, DFS. Dude's going to have like 52 shots a night. Oh, if, he, if he sticks around. Yeah. They're putting him on the trade market, but yeah, great point. If Kevin Love is in Cleveland, he's going to be a monster. Yeah, Cleveland's going to. Uh, Cleveland's going to. Um, I guess they got to rebuild again. Uh, yeah, time to build. So LeBron James now with the uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, and nice, we see nice monies too. He's getting what was he getting uh, four almost like four forty years, million a year? Four years, one hundred fifty-four million dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's actually good. less than what Chris Paul got from the Houston Rockets. Wow, it's kind of strange. Chris Paul got one hundred sixty million. I think it's a seniority thing. You know, basically, there's a different level. Yeah, kind of like a union employee. There's, there's like max contracts, yeah. but depending on how many years you've been in the league, Good that's point. what the max contract is. Yeah, it's kind of like when my buddy works in the union. He's been there 35 years. Like He worked there since high school. He gets like, eight, put eight weeks, way. and like, everyone gets four. Like yeah. Durant's getting $30 million yeah. a year. Mm-hmm. Like you're telling me that, uh, that Chris Paul's worth $40 million and Durant's oh, worth 30 Hells no. It's just that Durant's younger. Exactly. All right, Chris Paul's been in the league Pe- forever. Pecking order. Me personally, damn, it's a lot of money to pay Chris Paul. Sure is for a dude that's hurt often. Uh, it's kind of old. I and agree, hundred percent. Too much money. Never really done anything. Too in the much. I tell you what, the Lakers. So the Lakers get LeBron James. You know who's the happiest about this? The Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors were the biggest winners, and nobody's talking about this really. The Warriors were the winners. If LeBron James joined the Houston Rockets. Suddenly, the Warriors have a problem on their hands. Yep. It's like, oh, shit, man. They got Chris Paul. They got LeBron. They got Harden. His team nearly beat us yeah, last year. <laughs> like now, Trouble. Now, in the, you know, th- I still think they would beat them, but at least there's competition. Like, if LeBron joined the Pelicans, that would have been the most dangerous thing from a basketball yep. standpoint. Drew Holiday, DeMarcus Cousins, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. That's scary. Like, even the Warriors would, would be like, man, yeah. this is going to be a load to deal with. But he he chose not to win. He chose not to win. He went the 
the Hollywood route. Yeah, he went to business. And another thing is, he, it's business camp. He yeah, did you this. Said it. He did this for a brand. Yeah, of course he did. He's already the biggest brand like, athlete in America. But yeah. want a sprite? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I, I know there's gonna be more there's more billboards yeah. in Hollywood and L.A. I know than there is Cleveland. You know what I mean? There's Sunset Boulevard. And, oh, yeah, you know what else is on Sunset Boulevard? Every major studio, motion picture exactly. studio. Exactly. He's going to be in so many appearances on shows and stuff. It's going like, to be nuts. Like I would expect, like, yeah. Space Jam 3 starring LeBron James, like, soon. No, like, he's <laughs> Space Jam he's going to take it to a new level oh, now as, as a businessman yep. and as a brand ambassador. Movies, like you said, Sprite. He pimps Sprite right now. Yep. Magic Johnson owns pepsi bottling plants like magic johnson owns pepsi factories okay this is why lebron went there to join magic johnson is it to set? become a billionaire and look Ma- magic johnson owns the dodgers yeah. camp sprite's a coke company yes sir seven up is pepsi competition Interesting. Very interesting. No sprites allowed. No, uh, no. <laughs> We're seven up now, LeBron. I don't know what the official. What's he going to do with that commercial? I don't, I don't know what the official. Maybe someone can tell us in L.A. See, yeah. Crash is tuning in our boy Nate in Los Angeles. What is the official soft drink of the Lakers? You told me it was Royal Crown Cola When I lived ago. there, it was RC. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so hard. I love RC. RC Cola was always on sale. I was actually surprised. It's actually a good blend. I, I liked uh, RC Cola. I was surprised. No I was like, wow, the Lakers. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yeah. RC. It was a good product. It was the official soft drink of the Inglewood form. So the L.A. Kings were also R.C. Yeah. All the fountain drink? Royal RC. Crown Cola. Yeah, nothing wrong with Royal Crown. No, I'm a fan of Royal Crown Cola. too. The other cola, like Tab and those ones, they suck. Royal Crown was fine. Royal Crown's got a nice kick. And, you know, Royal Crown, it's kind of sweet. You know what it is? No Royal Crown is? It's a poor it's man's cola. Pepsi. It's cola on crack. It's a poor man's yeah, Pepsi. It's actually a little bit edgier than pepsi pepsi's got kind of like uh trust me i drink a lot of cola royal crown has that like syrupy oh it's hot syrupy yeah it's it's a it's a fountain brew man <laughs> i love i would love a nice ice cold, cold rc cola, cola right now so would i you want to settle for a pepsi i got one in your fridge no <laughs> Got a lot of ice cream bars there, too. I always want what Thanks, I can Sonny have. Thanks, Sonny and Taylor. I think I'll be dipping into those during the break. Yeah, Sonny, yeah, settle down there, Cam. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the payment for them uh, destroying my toilet. Oh, you get paid in ice cream bars. Yeah, yeah. I, I see. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, that's it. Uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, too, yeah, Taylor Stevens and Sonny Vega came over. Great, uh, great people. Always a pleasure having them over. But there was a little incident with the toilet. Oh, I don't like that. And uh, there was like a mini flood. It's like the flood of 2018. Yeah. It's like a mini flood, and uh, the best part is, so the toilet's flooded, and then Sunny Vega play, breaks the plunger. Great. He's, no, no, no problem. And then snap, snap. I hear him, oh, shit, I broke the plunger. Oh, you're screwed. Yeah, that's when, like, I was kind of drunk. That's when you started. started from, I was like, oh, like, really? Enough. Like, Enough. I had to yeah. stick my arm in and fish out, like, half the plunger yeah. from the thing. I've done that before. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? I was like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll handle this now. Marenzi, I don't want to tell you the story because it's so gross. It was in Montreal. I took a dump in my buddy's place when we were in Montreal, and his toilet busted, and in, 
I'm not just saying liquid. Like, it went on, but, like... What, it was, so, like, brown fluids yeah. hit the... Uh, yeah. Like, it was on his floor. I f- eventually turned off the crank, but the thing was, <laughs> I, had, I had to clean literally pieces of shit off this guy's floor. It was horrible. Thank God he was at school. He, he, was, at, he was at McGill for a while. So what were yeah. you doing? You're like, oh, my I, God. What? I, I, I was supposed right? to be partying in his house. I was panicking. I bought, had to go down to the store, bleached in, in, in. I bought everything. <laughs> I was cleaning up like a cleaning lady on speed. I was. Yeah, well, was you've seen nuts. you've seen the power of my Clorox, which is pretty good. You know what? Good product. Damn, even the Clorox can't cut Wait, through oh, this. No, no, I can't. It's gonna take like a week. Like, no, I'm telling you, it was like two feet of water, oh. and it wasn't clean water, dirty water. And uh, yeah, yeah, like I poured Clorox. I've done everything, and it's still. You'll see what you go there. Actually, I know you can tell like something happened in there. It's it's better now, but like you can tell there was an incident. <laughs> really. They got this uh, toilet snake thing. Well, I'll go look it up for you. It's good uh, when things are caught. You know what, though? I found probably the arguably the cheapest plunger in any store ever. $3.50 for a plunger. Great value. Yeah. Plungers. I'm a great handyman. <laughs> Fixed it, no problem. Thanks, no. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day. Join us in about uh, 20 minutes' time. Drew Dinkmeyer's out. We'll have to rely on Cam Stewart's Major League Baseball uh, DFS expert. Ooh, I'll tell you, Gabe, I got a real hot lineup tonight. Hot lineup. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, featuring some Cincinnati Reds and some Yankees. Reds are raking. <laughs> Don't say that. Already know who, who they're going up against tonight? Shields. Offering no protection. Hopefully, there's. I'll a, tell you what you said about the condom. No, Shields. Uh, Shields has been preventing pregnancies for the last yeah. couple well, of weeks. Well, tonight there's a problem with with the manufacturer. She, you know, Shields <laughs> is. Uh, yeah, birth, the birth rates down. Yeah, well, birth rates are going up tonight in Cincinnati. Home, and home run in birth rate. So tonight you say there's going to be some babies. Yeah, lots of babies. The sperm's going to get past the goalie. <laughs> I got the Cincinnati Sperm Bank on my DFS team. I got like, a few Yankees, too. Lots of sperm. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right we better find a better analogy. Yes, we do. Okay, so uh, from sperm to wieners. Wieners! Hot dog eating contest. MyBookie.ag's got a full uh, complement of props. And, of course, not just uh, the the uh, the men, but the women yep. uh, as well. Miko, Miki, uh, Miki Sudo. Miki Sudo. She's like the best. Uh, she's the perennial woman's champion. Black Widow. Minus 475 versus the field. 
if you think the field is going to win plus 325. Over under 41 hot dogs for Sudo. I'm thinking to go about over. I think she can get there. Joey Chestnuts minus 750 oh. versus the field. Ooh. Field plus four over under 72. That's a lot of dogs. I'm thinking he goes under. Yeah, 60 cents to the under. Oh, Matthew Stoney is uh back. Matthew Stoney, the Stone Man. Yeah, you remember? St- st- oh, yeah, Matthew Stoney. Remember, he's the dude, he looks like uh, he's like a surfboarding stoner kid. He's the remember, uh. We watched a video of him eating like five boxes of uh, craft, oh, yeah, the craft, macaroni and cheese. Craft dinner guy, yeah, Stony. He's ten to one. He ate five boxes in what was it? Five minutes? Or six pre- minutes? It was pretty impressive. It's pretty disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's gross. Who's Carmen Sincati? You know this guy? I actually, I get kind of like disgusted by this stuff, like. But by eating, just, yeah, it's it's not good. It, I, I as I told you before, I like watching Joey Chestnut stuff like. You know, and the dip, bun in the that, water. That's the thing. It's the bun. It's it's not not about that. It's just the process of they it. They shouldn't be allowed to do that. What stuffing the bun in the water? No, it makes it easier. Make them chew on like the dough, like yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Make it hard, like oh, I can tell you without dipping in the water that the, the oh, it changes dough, everything. Oh, big time. Because honestly, what would listen, okay? What would they're the not really be? eating, Cam? Listen, yeah. you you know you know more about this than I would, yeah. but they're not really eating this stuff when they're doing it. When they're dipping it. They're basically You're sliding it. Yeah, they're basically dropping it in. They bend their head back, boom, and it's like going right down. Right, like, they're not chewing. It's kind of like a woman with a gag reflex type of thing. You're just throwing it down the escalator. <laughs> That's kind of what you're doing. And I'll tell you, I, I think that would influence about uh, at least ten to twelve dogs, don't you think? Maybe more. No, honestly, Marenzi, like the wetness of the bun goes nee 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 nee. Like you see it, it's a process. You're right. Dig, especially late, especially late in the competition. When you're chewing, it's like, oh man, I can't get that dough down. It's very, very difficult. Very hard. Very hard. Well, just uh, just in time, Joey Chestnuts on top of things. Just in time for the Fourth of July in the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. He's got uh, his own condiments: Joey Chestnut mustard and Joey Chestnut ketchup. <laughs> What's the difference? Why it makes you eat faster? Or- there's a lot of other brands out there. You got Heinz, you got, you know, Hunts. You got, you got a lot of, you got a lot of this stuff. Yeah, he's donating the uh, condiment profits to Hidden Heroes. Actually, I like that. Good for, good for Joey. Yeah, Joey Chestnut debuts a new condiment line. How many? Con- so what, what's in his? Uh, just ketchup. And mustard? Firecracker mustard. Oh, I like that. A hot mustard. You like the sound of that? Yeah, I do. I like mustard with a little bit of kick. Competitive eating champion Joey Chestnut is known for devouring hot dogs, lots of them. Last year at the Nathan's famous international hot dog eating contest. He down 72. Right on the total. Right on the total again. He's getting older, though. That one dog. Remember last year? Last year, he was hungry. Literally and figuratively, pardon the pun. You know what? But remember, like we talked about it uh, with Hustler, um, our buddy Andrew Patterson. This guy's really into this competitive eating uh, stuff. um, Talk show host in Winnipeg. And, um, like, basically, if you recall, Joey Chestnut, his girlfriend left him. He broke up with his manager girlfriend, and he was down in the dumps. And... He wasn't eating as much, Kim, but he got his belly back. Yeah, <laughs> great call. He got his belly back, and uh, he wanted that crown back. I just, so, uh, I so, just made a bet on my bookie under 72, Gabe. You, you talked me right into it. Chestnut, I don't know under. if he gets to 73. 72 is a lot of dogs, It's almost man. like the, um, you know, it's like the uh, the three-minute mile. It can't be done. You know what I mean? Like, he's already maxed out. 
If he could eat 75 hot dogs, he already would have. He's been doing this for years. It's sort of like golf. Like, you can't get past that stroke. You know, it's like we, 72 yeah. is basically before right. he's going to vomit he's, and drop He's dead. the scratch golfer that just can't get it into the 60s. But he can't he just, get yeah, past I that. Know, like, at some point, what are you going to do? He's not going to eat 80 hot dogs after all these God, years. No, no, no. Getting older, too, and your stomach's getting more beat down. It's going right, to be so very tough. Chestnut has never had the time or space to slow down for condiments in competition. But uh, now he's got his own line of hot dog mustards. Yep. Right, do we have Mike Cardano? Uh, yeah. Is Cardano checking in? He's excited yep. for the hot dog uh, talk. Everyone loves a zesty mustard. <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves a firecracker mustard. What's up, Mike? What's going on, boys? You What's enjoying good? our Joey Chestnut breakdown? <laughs> you know, I can't leave you guys alone for a second. You guys are like Ernie and Bert here. What gate? I mean, Cam, what, did you think I wasn't going to hear that comment about the woman in the gag reflex? You can't sorry say about that. that. On the radio? Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. I, <laughs> just, quite... I was just talking about the. I just should have said an, escal- <laughs> an escalator. You're right. Dip, was... Dipping those dogs. Even Morenci gave me a look. Like I, 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 no, I stepped well, over the line. Sorry, no, sorry, Mike. I just didn't expect. I didn't I'll be cleaner. I didn't see it coming, Mike. That's why it caught me off guard too. The, I don't know what the hell I was. Like thinking. if we ever use, I've never heard the expression "gag reflex" <laughs> used on any on this or any network That's really. Bad, 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 yeah. We've heard like ref, reflex, like good goal ref, reflex, good to good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Time gag reflex was ever used in a sports context on the radio. <laughs> well, remember, remember, you questioned uh, our vocabulary two weeks ago what? with the word roval. Oh, roval, yes. And uh, now NASCAR has trademarked the word roval. It's official. <laughs> yeah, well, let's not trademark this one. Let's just let this yeah. one go. We're going to let this one slide. <laughs> Again, with the. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. All right, we're going to continue. Yeah, right. We're going to continue our Wiener conversation. Yeah. Right, thanks, man. Uh, I already bet on my bookie uh, under seventy-two. Marantzi, it's a good play. All right, so Chest, 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 Chestnut play. has launched a line of condiments available at shop.joeychestnut.com. Free plug for Joey. Now he's giving. He's giving the uh, all proceeds of this condiment sales will be donated to Hidden Heroes, an initiative of Elizabeth Dole Foundation to recognize military caregivers. Nothing wrong with that. No, it's very good. The line includes two brand, two types of mustards. Deli-style picnic mustard and spicy brown firecracker mustard. Yeah, so the one's kind of like a regular yellow mustard, and the other one's more of a... What do you, what do you, like, uh, it's like Kramer can't eat the yellow stuff. The yellow stuff kind of looks cheap. I, I would picture you're more of a Dijon, real mustard type of guy. It's funny you mentioned that. I do have one that's, uh, it's a mixture of to both. It's, it's yellow and Dijon combined. <laughs> it's called Hot and Spicy. It's my favorite. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that. I just had a, a, a sausage. Uh, yeah, I don't think you get the today. cheapest yellow one. There, no, no, you know? no. I like something with a little bit of kick. I'm, I'm going to tell you for a white, I don't. You know what? I don't I, want to say I've anything. never bought mustard once in my life. I don't know what I can or can't say anymore, but for a white guy, I like a lot of spice. Like, I like it really. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. all right. That's okay, all right. good, yeah. good. I'm just saying I'm not your typical cracker. Like, I like, <laughs> I like, I, I like things that are really, really hot. <laughs> George. I love Cordano. George, George <laughs> likes his chicken spicy. Yeah. I like it real. Yeah, Kung Pao chicken, George yeah, likes Kung Pao. <laughs> George likes chicken spicy. Where's all that athletic equipment, George? The equipment's <laughs> missing. He's sweating. He's like, I, I don't know anything about the equipment. Are you sure, George? <laughs> you sure? You look a little hot. <laughs> George likes his uh, Kung Pao hot. Like. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so uh, yeah, he's got uh, deli-style picnic. Deli-style picnic. That's uh, just regular. Spicy brown firecracker. Awesome. 
and also a ketchup called Classic Boardwalk Coney Sauce. That just sounds yeah. like ketchup <laughs> with a good name. Yeah. It's I know that this That's show's Coney. kind of been a little bit sleazy, but I don't want to, I, you know, yeah. just the term Coney Sauce Coney. turns me off. Past the Coney sauce. Yeah, like, you know, the mystery Coney Island sauce. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'll pass on the mystery. I'll pass on the Coney sauce, bro. I think that's a, you know what, man? Going through these numbers, I think that's a real good bet. It only laying 60 cents with 72. He's not getting this. Chestnut 70. will defend uh, the Nathan's title on Wednesday, beginning yep. at 11 a.m. On ESPN two, that's the pregame. Yep, <laughs> the pre. I think it's at noon Eastern. Yeah, I know. Like, I, got or, it. so I think it's like twelve thirty. I uh, think they come on at noon Eastern. I, I basically have a new system, so I'm watching a lot of different things at home now. It's very enjoyable. All right, so who's so? Um, let's see. Let's check in with Matt Stoney. Let's see what Matt Stoney's up to. Because Matt Stoney's not. Good. I can tell you one is, thing: he ain't making he, condiments. Is, is he ready to go? He's ten to one. He's 10 to 1. Like we said, last year, like we knew, like Joey Chestnut, his girlfriend left him. He broke up with his wife. His wife was his manager. He had a lot of personal turmoil. <laughs> Look at this. All right, Matt Stoney just recently ate eight filet of fishes in 60 seconds. It's pretty good. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's a lot of fish. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Eight big filet of fishes? There's no way in hell. Like, I couldn't eat one in 60 seconds. I could eat one probably, but I'd be grossed out. <laughs> I could definitely eat two. I used to like the flail fish from McDonald's when I was a kid. I wouldn't eat it now. I'm going to tell you something. You've met my girlfriend before. It bothers me. Like, she loves filet fish It's one of those things, like, when we go, like, I have a craving for a filet fish She orders the filet fish Who the hell has a cra- Like, honestly, it is the most ghetto sandwich on the board. <laughs> it's basically a piece of horrible fish with tartar sauce on it. And, like, and it's, it, it just, it's a bad sandwich. It should not be. And I know what the funny thing is? The price point of it is priced with other sandwiches. It should be on the value menu. So you're telling me that you're almost embarrassed, yes. like, when you go in there. Yeah. Like, you're, you, act, you, a, you yeah, actually yeah. are, like. You cringe when she orders a yeah. flail fish. Can, I get a, can you grab me a flail fish? Like, how about a quarter pounder or a Big Mac? Nuggets? Like, come on. Eight flail fish. Uh, eight, he ate eight flail fishes in 60 That's seconds. That's insane. That's really impressive. And he ate 100 pork ribs. Oh, that's a lot of ribs. 15,000 calories. He's a rake, too, isn't he? Yeah, he's a skinny kid. I don't get it. There's uh, something going on. My bet is uh, he's probably, like, vomiting the stuff up. After. I would have to think so. Like, when he gets off the camera and yeah. stuff, like, he's probably he's going to the bathroom and he's puking up those eight. An like incredible drug habit. But uh, I'm thinking about the puke is probably the, the most thing, yes. Exactly. Yeah, they're all skinny. The Kobayashi, the Japanese kid, was no, really skinny. A lot of it has to do with technique. Yeah, but they're I not eating. They're, they're not yeah. eating. Yeah. I'm telling you. And it's not like Kobayashi. Like, you know, when Kobayashi every day... He ain't going in Japan and eating, like, 10 no. pounds of sushi every day. You no. know what I mean? He's a competitive eater. Like, they just know how to not chew. I know. That's what I talked about. Like you said. But yeah, I said the, it clean. Yeah. 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 They just know not how to chew. See, that's what you say on a show that uh, I'm going to leave it. Great, great one. Nice and clean. That's a clean answer. I saw on Twitter, like, there was, like, a grandmother, man. She had great... Uh, she had great uh, oral skills. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best way of putting it. <laughs> it's the best way of putting it. At least, at 
listen, if you're on Twitter, we're both, we're both there. Now. If, you, if you're on Twitter, you probably saw it. Yeah, yeah it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, like it was yesterday. It was all over Twitter, and people were like, "Holy crap, man! This grandmother's, uh, you know, this grandmother's worked uh, worked, you know, basically before." <laughs> Man, it was like a foot log, man. <laughs> it was like a foot log. She, cr- she crushed driving, it. He's driving it off the road right now. Look at this picture here. Matt, Matt Stoney crushes a uh, large piece of pizza. The pizza is like six feet tall. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're right, though. In essence, it's kind of sick. Like watching him after a while. And I used to right, let's, check, let's, check, let's check in with Matt Stoney on Twitter here. Matt Stoney, he's on his way. He's on his way to uh, to Coney Island. This is great. He's at the airport. Matt Stoney goes, just purchased my first ever flight upgrade. $23 for priority boarding. Hashtag ballin'. <laughs> sounds great. Matt Stoney. Only 23 bucks for the upgrade? Value. That's an amazing deal. That's fantastic. Oh, this is awesome. He's got a picture of himself practicing hot dogs he goes i just practiced at 104 degree temperatures oh yeah it's gonna be yeah, yeah, it's yeah, amazing sweats, it's not just yeah. like the eating part you're right it's like it has to do with humidity and everything yeah good call he's t- he's the third biggest fa- like the carmen sincati six to one and stoney's ten to one chestnuts minus 750 like he's a huge favorite yeah and i want to see though like what's up with matt stoney let's Can see like bet on him at ten to one if he's got a chance. No, you know the thing with Matt Stoney is, Kim? He'll hit a wall. Matt Stoney's better than Chestnut all around. <laughs> like, Chestnut's like a hot dog guy. Like, Chestnut's got a few records. He's pretty good with chicken wings. Like, Chestnut sort of does But, but hot dogs is a specialty. Yeah, like, Matt Stoney's more versatile. Like, Matt Stoney's crushing 1,500 pounds of ribs. And Matt's, you know like, what? Matt Stoney was at the uh, the poutine eating contest good in call. Toronto. Like, good call. He'll show up with ta- like, oh, there's tacos. Oh, let's go. Like he's more so versatile. He's ba- more versatile. What have you basically proved by your point saying it's all technique with Chestnut with the sling, yes. sling, sling. Chestnut down, understands down that yes. he can't. He's got a yeah. He's a wiener expert. He is. It's a totally different thing. Yep. <laughs> they're they're right sliding though. right down. And you know what? That's a strike. Stoney, a Stoney, should, Stoney should come up to him and say, I'll battle you in KD. Like, Matt, Matt, Matt Stoney's crushing macaroni and cheese yeah. and chewing. And, like, he's, you know what I mean? He's just more versatile than Chestnut. Chestnut just owns his competition. Like Hor- if, it's horses for courses. This but, is his thing. Like, if you look at Matt Stoney, let's see. All right. Let's see some of uh, the records that Matt Stoney set here. Very, 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 very. Uh, we'll go over their repertoires here. Yes. He ate a 5.5-pound birthday cake in nine minutes. This guy does desserts, too? Yeah. You said it. That's yeah, totally yeah. See, that's, yeah. And that's totally different, man. Frozen yogurt. He ate 10.5 pounds of yogurt land frozen yogurt in six kidding? minutes. Ten pounds? In six minutes. Oh, my God. Cucamonga burgers. <laughs> 7.5 pounds of burgers in Memphis, Tennessee in four minutes. He crushed 32 and a half tacos in eight minutes, 24 gyros in 10 minutes. He ate 20.8 pounds of pumpkin pie in eight minutes. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 
Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morenci. When I see lightning, you know what always brings me down? Ronnie James Dio. Big <laughs> yeah, golf fan. Yeah. May rest in peace. All he, uh, and, and the best is all he asked your buddy was for, just get me like well, we got him generic, brand generic. And whatever. They got him generic. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you doing? And then he died like two years later. Yeah. I told my buddy, I hope you're happy about you screwing you Ronnie James Dio. You tried to save like 20 bucks to pocket because you wouldn't buy Dio like Lay's chips or like, you uh, know what? And I'm with Dio. I, want, I, I, I like brand names a lot. I'll only buy the no-name kind. When times are very, very difficult. All right. So we're just speaking of no-name food, and I'm sure Mike Blewett. Uh, Mike Blewett is an expert on everything, so he'll have an opinion uh, on this as well. Mike Blewett steps up, and uh, what's going on, Mike? Not much, guys. Happy Canada Day to you. I'm getting settled in for the 4th of July, and I've found over time the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest to be unwatchable. It is just <laughs> makes you so sick. gross. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I don't like that. I think more to Marinci's point, Mike. It's more the di- it's the water meets dog to me. Like I don't mind. It's just kind of. I hate to say it, it's almost it, they're like choking down their own bile to try and get a trophy and a small, relatively small check. It's pretty nasty. It's, yeah, and the whole thing point. is, it's like... You don't get paid enough to kill yourself. It's sort of like the kid that eats the worm in the schoolyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like at the end of it, like, chestnut's there, and it's kind of like, yeah. you're not really cool, bro. You're kind of disgusting. You're an absolute freak. <laughs> no, it's not I, like, I, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, man, let's get a let's get a selfie with Joey Chestnut. Call, like, man. you don't want to go near the guy. It's more like, man, it's kind of nasty. Yeah, like, like you no said, check, what, I mean, what's the check for? A couple grand? I think it's like 5K. It's, it's like low. It's, it's not a lot. It's not enough to kill yourself. No, it's, no, it's, it's I the think prestige. it's like five or ten. I think it might be. It's 10. the prestige of winning. It's no, no yeah, for for death. You're that gonna, guy must here. smell like hot dogs three hundred days a year. It's not it's a good steam, look. Steamers. We had a hot dog eating contest with my listeners once at a baseball game, a, a, an Expos and a Mets game. We had like a, a little tournament and a battle, and the guy that won topped out after like thirteen hot dogs. And wow, that's pretty his, good. His skin was like it turned like hot dog color. Like yeah, you I could guess. see him changing. Like he was violently ill after. Buddy, I told you the story about my dad's friend. He went on this diet with carrots. He turned orange. All he ate was carrots and carrots juice. Like he literally turned orange. I know you told it me happens. that. It's crazy. There's this it hot. Happens. There's this hot fit chick. She weighs like you know. She got like zero percent body oh, fat yeah. in my condo. Yeah, she's orange. And I saw her walking down the street the other day with a big bag of carrots. Yeah, and she's orange. <laughs> I was thinking, man, this chick only eats a carotene overdose. <laughs> yep, exactly. All right, so Joey, Ch- uh, so Joey Chestnut's the big name. We have we're a president about- that looks like that, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's all right. Just for the record, not carrot stuff. He looks like a one big Cheeto. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it ain't carrots. You're right. Yeah. He's a Cheeto. Yeah. Um, so uh, Matt Stoney, his how about this for his versatility though, uh, Mike? Like. This guy crushes everything. So pancakes. We're talking about pancakes. That pancakes are tough. So really tough. In eight minutes. How many? How many pan? And you know, you've seen silver dollars or regular size. Cam's a. uh, He's a. I've been in comp. Cam's a bigger bone gentleman. (laughs) You know, Cam. Cam goes at about two sixty-five. He's a UFC heavyweight. 
He used to be bigger. I think you're a little healthier now, Cam, than you have been in past years. Thanks, Brancy. Um, so you, you know, long story short, Cam can eat, uh, Mike. So how many pan? This is eight minutes. So th- how many pancakes do you think he crushed in eight minutes? Are they the silver dollar type, or, or are they yeah. what, what, what's the dimensions? Pancake? Yeah, silver dollar pancakes. Oh, I bet he can do about oh, ten. Man. How many? Ten minutes. Eight 48. minutes. No, I Four, yeah, it's like 113. 113. Wow. <laughs> wow. 113. That's way over. I, no, I, I, was, I, I, I thought Cam was I thought Cam was on it there, but he doubled that. <laughs> That's crazy. That's how crazy these guys are. I'd tap out probably eight minutes after like, like you know, 10, 12. Yeah. I could probably I could yeah. you know, for silver dollars are small. I, I like pancakes. I could probably do twenty. Like I buy the frozen pancakes, yeah, the um Yeah, the Aunt Jemima frozen pancakes. Yeah. yeah. And there's like four of them and then yeah. four. Yeah, you like that one serving? I can crush eight of them at once. Like, yeah. I crush the box at once at yeah. times. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I used to live across the street from an IHOP. But in not Vegas, in eight so. minutes. <laughs> no. Yeah. How about moon pies in eight minutes? How many moon pies? Oh. That's a lot of sugar. I'm going to go, I'll say three a minute. Let's go to 25. I'm going to say uh, closer to 80. Yeah, 85 moon wow. pies, Matt Stone. Wow. This, guy, this guy is an, an absolute animal. Just I, to, like his, I like his versatility, like no, you guys were saying earlier. Yeah. He's not he just does it all. Just guy. to go over this, all right, so this is in 2015 what he accomplished. He ate 182 slices of bacon in five minutes. Hmm. Jeez. That, I mean, that. how much would you smell like bacon? Like, what how long like, would you smell like bacon? This like, like, a thing. pack of bacon. Right. How many slices are in a pack? 24, 16? 16. I think less. about 16. Yeah, they're pretty. It's not a lot these days. So this dude basically yeah. crushed like 10 packs of bacon in five minutes. That's nearly impossible. And do you understand one pack of bacon is like your dietary uh, That's like seriously like disgusting. Yeah, like what's your doctor Like he's saying? got more bacon in him than a pig. Yeah. All right, I don't want to go too far off the rails, and I know you guys are getting nasty earlier, but here's what I'd say. When you do, when you eat volume like that, you have to just give it up after the contest, right? Oh, for Dude, sure you do. No, but in a violent fashion, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Probably you can't you eat sicker, up. Imagine right? like 182 yeah, you're slices right. of bacon coming out. hot dogs. That's a great point. Like violent, like at the end, like what do you do? Like these guys must be in a world of hurt. You think they go with like, do they like forcibly do like an epicac thing and make sure that they give it all back up? Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm surprised more people don't die at these we'll things. Get, we'll get to sports Has in a couple a, of minutes, but this, a, is, this is just death? too good. This is yeah. just too good. So. I mean, it's 4th of July week. A, it's Canada Day. It's a, it's he ate a five-pound burrito in one Ooh. minute. That's a pot. Oh, that's great. <laughs> he ate 34 pepper, pepper, uh, pepperoni rolls. Like big pepperoni rolls. Ten that's minutes. Incredible. 34? 34 of them. <laughs> Pork rolls. One thing I guess is impressive is that their jaw strength must be off the charts because you, you're not just <laughs> swallowing it. You're trying no, you're to right, chew it right. as fast as possible. Chew. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, Good exactly. call. So, um, yeah, I could have said something, too, but Cardano's going to yeah, drop he, off the road he, right no, now. Yeah, he told us. He told <laughs> yeah, us. Okay, he, we, we got a tweet. I a good analogy. We got a tweet, from, tweet from Mike. Be okay. careful. Okay, so this is something everyone can relate to, actually, with Big Macs. Everyone's had a Big Mac. I'm not a Big Mac fan. But I, yeah, but, I could plow Big Macs. So in five minutes... If you really tried, Cam, and you stop, you were like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'll get sick, but I'm gonna crush, I'm gonna stuff as many Big Macs down my throat as I can in five minutes." Probably what do you can think only you do about with? seven? Twenty-five Big Macs, Matt Stoney, in five minutes. Like seven would be an accomplishment. I'm, yeah, I've, I've I, I mean, wow. fine. There's fifty patties. 
So he came to Toronto. Now, I don't know if you know what a poutine is, Mike. Do you know what a poutine is? Yeah, it's yeah. Like fries with gravy and cheese, right? Exactly. Mike knows, Mike yeah, knows Mike everything. Knows exactly. That's why I love this guy. So there's the World Poutine Championships. <laughs> it was in Toronto here. Um, it's, it's here every year. He came That's to That's really heavy. I, I, oh. I can't wait to hear this oh. number. One poutine is 2,200 calories. Yeah. Just so, just like that's a, just a regular one. That's just that's like a box, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fries, yeah. gravy, and, and cheese. It's twenty two hundred calories. Yes. So he ate twenty two pounds of French fries, cheese, and gravy in ten minutes. Twenty two pounds. How big is this dude? <laughs> he's a rake. he's small. He's, he's like five. He's like five rake. eight, bro. Yeah, like, he's yeah. like yeah, yeah. He's a skinny kid. He's like five eight. <laughs> I don't get it. Just a freak. He's a freak. Yeah, that's nature. what you said. He's a freak. Like a okay, this is good. He's the Man. LeBron of eating. <laughs> He's got a world record here for the fastest Happy Meal eaten. Like everything. This is amazing. Seven seconds? Small cheeseburger, small fries, and a small Coke. 14 seconds? 15.2 seconds. Close. Close. I mean, that's just all. Yeah, you're like stretching out your mouth, stretching out your jaw to make sure you can get it done. Crazy. Analyzing. Yes. All right, so um, where are we going from now? We're going to go. We're going to roll from uh, hot dogs into uh, diving and uh, Neymar. So um, Brazil, Brazil advances today, but Neymar is taking it to the new level. And you know, yeah. a lot of people, you know, let's say, hey, who cares what Americans or Canadians or people in North America? It's one of those deals. You, know, you see Americans on on Twitter. This is why I don't watch soccer. Well, soccer is doing just fine without you. Exactly. Right? They're not worried. Yeah. They're yeah, not worried like, about it. They're concerned. doing pretty well. Globally, yeah, we win. Yeah, I think we yeah. win. I think they're doing all right. You know, there's about 2.9 billion people watching a game. So yeah, the, I think, you know. The NHL had like a, yeah. a fraction of their numbers. If in Johnny here. and Pittsburgh thinks they're all a bunch <laughs> of pussy divers, then I think yeah. FIFA's uh, doing well. We'll be all right. But the fact is, Mike, Neymar does put like a bad taint. And it's to the point where the Brazilian manager has told him, you got to chill this stuff out. And it's not just casual observers of the sport that are mocking the dives and the embellishments. You know, I'm, I, you know, longtime footballers here. I see Martin O'Neill. Martin O'Neill, it was pathetic, absolutely pathetic. It's a red card nowadays because they've spotted somebody standing on his foot. I mean, the pain threshold of Neymar is incredibly low, I must admit. I wouldn't want to see him coming out of a doctor's surgery after getting a flu injection. He's a top-quality player, but he's a top-quality actor. Uh, Slavin just mentioned there really hasn't been a real hit yet. Part of that, I think, is actually due with his play acting. He goes down dozens and dozens of times. He gets up again. He's completed just four games. Um, what what do you make of this, uh, Mike? Like, Neymar's taking us to a new a new level, and do you lose respect for him because of this? Um, so it's it's an interesting thing, and, and it's a really good question because, well, first of all, going into the match today, I don't know how many he drew today. He obviously drew the one yellow. I wish the guy, the Mexican midfielder did step on his ankle he knows that Neymar is like that they had a press conference before the match talking about Neymar's style of play and said it's not up to us it is up to the referee he he sort of threw him under the bus and said we don't really appreciate it but we just know that this his style of play we have to be aware of it it's up to the referee to police it and then somebody in as Neymar is lying on the ground goes and steps on his ankle he totally overacts hyperbole the whole thing but it is a card in that scenario. Now, going into the match, he had 14 fouls that he had drawn. So count that 15. I would assume there might have been a couple of more during the match today. I was watching it intermittently. But ultimately, with the yellow card today, 
I think you have to be better than that if you're the Mexican midfielder. I can't remember who it was that stepped on his ankle. But, yeah, it's it's problematic. And, and I, to I Neymar's noticed defense. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. To his defense, one, one thing is, too, I guess it was against Serbia. He got hit more than any soccer player in the history of any game. Like, basically, like, he got – there was hard contact on him, him more – than any other player had been hit. It was almost like 22 times or something that people bumped into him uh, somehow. So word is out there, but, you know, it's like the boy that cried wolf. I mean, one day he really is going to be hurt and no one's going to care, right? It's almost to the point where you just want to keep the game going now when he when he yeah. starts writhing around like this. Yeah, I mean, in, back in the 2010 and 26 World Cups is when it's always been a part of soccer, but it's when I really saw it start to ramp up. And I remember a Portugal-Netherlands match where there were like 17 cards handed out. It was absurd. And it was becoming problematic. But honestly, if FIFA doesn't step in and put an end to it, it's just going to continue. And it, it may get limited, if they wanted it to, to star players. But he's one of the star players, so he's going to get some of those calls. Hey, Mike, uh, when Japan hosted... They got all the calls and went deep. But this Russian thing, we talked about it with Saudi Arabia 5-0. Spain an extra time. That was an obvious foul. It just seems the best was the, the gifts of Putin in the VAR room, like watching. No, no, no. It's Everything's okay. But it just seems to me, like I talked to Gabe about this. Russia, they're hosting. They're getting the calls. I know they play pretty well. But yeah, but it's it up just, to Spain to score. Yeah, it is up to Spain. I'm just saying, though, Moretz. Like, when shoot, push comes to shove, the way, though, they're shoot. Do you not think, though, do you not think that that, that was a foul, though, in the extra time? It, it clearly was. Yeah. I, I'm just saying they're getting a lot, I don't know they're getting a lot of breaks. They're getting a lot of breaks. you got to think of it, Cam. Almost put it in, like, a context of a, a Game 7 in the Stanley Cup Finals. There has to – you have to let some stuff yeah. go. You know what yeah. I mean? The guys oh, are playing hard. I understand. I understand. And honestly, for the referee's safety, I'm sort of glad that he didn't make the call because I don't know <laughs> if he would have made it off the pitch before Great the final point. whistle. So – I, I was glad he didn't have to call that. Yes, it could have gone that way, but I was sort of glad he didn't have to call Spain that. Spain brought now. it upon themselves. They put yeah, themselves yeah. in penalty be that kicks, right? Yeah. Shouldn't be that close. Uh, they they had they controlled the ball for most of the match. They didn't shoot enough, and it doesn't matter if the other team is going to park the bus. You have to find opportunities, like Belgium did today, which was probably my favorite match that I've watched the entire tournament. Belgium is down 2 nothing. Uh, the Japanese team is historically in this tournament and other tournaments very disciplined they came off their line a couple of times before you know it it's three two the largest comeback in regulation since 1970 when the west germans beat england uh, down two goals so a uh, great match there today but uh back to your point about the russian team i think it's a really cool thing for them and a, a cool upset just for the fans forget all politics regarding this discussion but i do think that if they advance, there are many things that are going to be called into question. We've already called into question how they got the World Cup. Now, if they keep advancing and people start to look into what is going on with the players and do they have more, um, are they putting on more miles than other teams and not getting tired, you know what I'm alluding to, people are going to be sketched out if the Russians get to the Final Four or the Finals or That's ultimately true, but you they know. You know, Mike, that basically right now, I mean, people. I'm surprised that people haven't blamed Vladimir Putin for the heat wave right now. Right. Right? Right. So you're right. Every time, they know this, too. I think yeah. they like trolling the rest of the world with, yeah. with this. But look, you France know, won in 98 when they hosted, and to your point, South yes. Korea was there in 2002. South Korea yeah. made it to the final the whole, four. The whole team really Portugal, does. 
have when great success won, in these tournaments. Yeah. Remember when Greece won? It was in Portugal, and Portugal lost in the final, right? They actually yeah. made it to the final. Like, teams. Yes. In the Euro, home, absolutely. Yeah. There is a home push in these tournaments For where sure. teams just sort of step it up. Now, listen, anything can happen in the penalty kicks. And that, the, the goalie save, I mean, oh. that's not Putin throwing, you know, fixing no. anything. That pen- kick the penalty save. kicks in Denmark and Croatia was insanity. But, that was yeah. one of those. That was nuts. I mean, but we, we, you know, I talked about it last week. If you look, I mean, you know, look, Russia were in a group with two two Muslim countries. And basically the World Cup started the day, you know, of Ramadan ending. <laughs> Ramadan ending. Like, there were a lot of, the only thing I question is, I really wonder if Saudi Arabia rolled over and let them score a bunch of goals just to sort of give them a little bump. Saudi Arabia knew they weren't going on. I was That's the only thing along the way that I'll look to. But you're right. There, There's always going to be that suspicion. There's just going to be conspiracy and, theorists. I, I'm not suggesting yeah. that's the case now, but I'm, I'm, I feel pretty confident that there are bags of money being rolled uh, over to Set Bladder and Company as this <laughs> as this was chosen as a site, and I also think that about Qatar. And frankly, well, Qatar, I'm being, Qatar. and I'm not being hypocritical because the United States got the Salt Lake Olympics in 2002 because of bribery, um, because because of bribes that were paid off to people. So uh, unfortunately, these international governing bodies are no cleaner than your local politician taking a payment. What's in Seth Blatter's safe? I've got to disagree. Lots of, lots of quality things. I think, uh, I think Qatar, I think Qatar got uh, the World Cup uh, due to the reputation of fair play, <laughs> sportsmanship, <laughs> and uh, human rights. Well, they didn't have a national team, so it's easy to be a good sport. <laughs> didn't even have a national team yet. FIFA, these guys' meetings, I think a lot of briefcases are exchanged. Lots of uh, diamonds, gold. A lot of stuff. I'll tell you, a lot of stuff can happen between now and then with the next World Cup in Qatar. I'll tell you that much. They're already trying to take it away. All right, we'll take a quick break. On the other side, we'll get Mike Blewett's take on LeBron James. LaBron. L.A. Bron. I used to have L.A. gears. Remember those shoes? Great shoes. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Decisions. There have been 409 teams in World Cup history to trail by two or more goals in the second half of a match. Only three of them have ever come back to win. The two have done so in regulation. Peru in 1970 and Belgium today. Well, we witnessed history today. I'll tell you what, um, that's um, that's one theme, Mike, of this World Cup that the sentence, the first time ever in a World Cup, I mean, it's pretty much everything. You know, we've already had the most penalty kicks. Uh, we just had the biggest, you know, one of the biggest comebacks. You go down the list. Uh, it, it's amazing. First time, you know, Germany, um, you know, have been out in this long. There's a lot of firsts uh, in this World Cup uh, so far. Very, very um, unpredictable. 
Yeah, but there have been a lot of good matches. That uh, Japan-Belgium match was great. Uh, the penalty kick situation yesterday was was pretty cool with uh, Croatia and Denmark. We had two penalty kick uh, shootouts yesterday. So uh, pretty exciting stuff. I know it's been a lot of wild things happening, but I'll be glued in to most of the rest of the matches. And that Belgium-Brazil match should be could be one for the ages. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you don't see teams miss penalty kicks like that. That's the crazy thing about Denmark-Croatia. I'm like, I can't believe they're missing. Well, you'll it's see. Unbelievable. I think tomorrow, guys, you'll see some real, real tense drama yeah. tomorrow. Oh, big time. Listen, Switzerland and uh, Sweden, is it going to be for the faint of heart? Don't expect seven goals in, in this nope. match. A grind. It's going to yeah. be a grind, uh, but wouldn't shock me if that went to penalty kicks and similar. And then you have England and Colombia, a lot of... Uh, a lot of flair and contrasting styles. Also, two crazy soccer nations, too. The Colombians and English. Wow, it's, it's going to be a great match. Well, now now in England, the expectations are way up because yeah. of the group that they're in. True. And but they have a world-class striker, uh, which they've had, obviously, historically as well. But they have a world-class striker that I feel pretty good about Harry Kane in, in these types of circumstances. They're looser, they, they, this team, than past yeah, British teams. They had no expectations. Right. They're not. Exactly the other right. day, in the old days, they were tense. I it was know. big, big pressure. Like you said, they're younger guys, these guys, Mike, and they don't seem to be overwhelmed by the pressure, actually, this team, like other British teams have been in the past. Yeah, I just wonder uh, if, because of what you said, now that the pressure is ramping up, they realize they have a much easier path got to take it one game at a time and all those types of cliches, but they got to make sure that they take care of business tomorrow. They don't want to get to PKs or extra time or any of that kind of stuff. I think it is. Columbia are a pretty disciplined team. Yeah. Columbia are a talented team, too. Yeah, they're, they're, they're – Columbia's big thing is set pieces, Cam. Like, Columbia won't do anything crazy, but they want to get a free kick close to the net. They want to set up a corner kick, except England are, like, arguably the best – I mean, England are very good at uh, set pieces and corner kicks, etc. It's gonna be it's gonna be a real battle, man. Yeah, I gotta look right now. I just want to see. We'll move on to LeBron here. I just wanted to see about uh, about Rod- you got, you Rodriguez. Up, you brought up a really good point too earlier, Gabe, when we were talking last week about some of the other nations, but despite talent on the set pieces and corners, a lot of those other guys, like the Belgium player, tall. And a couple guys on England, long and skinny oh, yeah, and yeah, lean, yeah, yeah. good for the headers, and uh, that, that's the thing. If, the, if you got some uh, height on the defenseman, you're going to be in big trouble. Uh, James Rodriguez' injury is not serious. He could yeah. be fit to face England, uh, says uh, Colombian manager Jose uh, Peckerman. Uh, 26-year-old suffered a calf injury. All right. Uh, we still have one and a half days to see how he feels. We always hope that he'll be able to play. Wow. That's, that's, it's big. That's, yeah. that's, that's real big for them. I mean, this guy's one of the best players uh Best players in the world, but I would uh, expect him to play. All right, so speaking of uh, best players in the world, Mike, LeBron James goes to Los Angeles. Not really a surprise. The mainstream media was a little slow to jump on this. I saw that uh, a fan had tweeted out a picture of LeBron James at Van Nuys Airport on Saturday. He tried to slide in the back door, avoid LAX, but uh, a fan got him, and he wasn't going to L.A. just for the sake of it. I know with free agency starting in a couple hours. So I'm not surprised there, but I was somewhat surprised to see that there was no other piece to go there. And I've always said this, that players aren't in a hurry to run to play with LeBron James. And I know there's a bigger tapestry to be painted here. This is just one year, but they followed up signing LeBron James by bringing in JaVale McGee, Lance Stevenson, and re-upping with Caldwell Pope. Not exactly the type of players that you would expect, you know, LeBron to be joining. No. 
Uh, I agree, but I think the Kawhi Leonard thing is going to be hanging out there. I, there's really three yeah. destinations for him, right? You're going to have L.A., which is the team that he said he wants to go to. You're going to have the Sixers, who can give the Spurs a lot of pieces, as can Boston. Now, the prob- the obvious risk with the Sixers and Boston to give up all these pieces to go for the title this year and then potentially lose him in free agency. Now, Obviously, you want the opportunity to, A, have him for this year so that you can get out of the East if you're the Sixers or Boston, and, B, have the ability to recruit him a la Paul George in OKC. People thought it was a foregone conclusion he was going to L.A., but between Sam Presti and Russell Westbrook and Clay Bennett and the entire organization, they recruited him hard enough over the 12 or 13 months to make sure that he stayed. What about this, Mike? LeBron James gets acclimated with the Lakers, with the younger guys on the team, gets a little bit of a feel for what's going on, and then after that with the year, because he's got four years, then Kawhi comes out. Like, you know what I mean? That, doesn't that make yeah. sense? Well, yeah. This, yeah this, like, that's, this is the thing. He's this, not, he might not play with them this year, but no, the this, other year makes total the sense. The Lakers, exactly. This isn't built to win this yes. year. And one thing, if you notice, you look at LeBron James, you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, LeBron James has never played with young players. He's never okay. wanted to play with young players. Look at the Cleveland Cavalier roster. J.R. Smith, yep. Kyle Korver, yes. Kevin Love. You go down the list, veteran players. You look at the Miami Heat. I mean, it was LeBron James that didn't want Andrew Wiggins that forced that Kevin Love deal in the first place. And it would be a similar situation. You know, it's it's hard. I can't, I'm can't. i not going to judge the, the Lakers roster right now, Mike, yeah. because as you stated, there's a lot of stuff to happen here. I mean, they, sure. they know they, they need to clear up. And bringing all these bodies in like they did last night, there's not really room. Uh, for everybody there. But does LeBron, do you think LeBron wins a title hypothetically in four years? That's, you know, he's not catching Jordan anymore. That's not no, happening. Like he's not, he's not winning six times. He's not winning seven times. He can win a title with three different teams, which would be pretty yeah. freaking impressive. He can become the first player ever to be the MVP with three different, you know, three different teams as well. I imagine that's the goal of him and Magic. If they could win once there. But to me, Mike, this deal, you know, this was a business decision more than anything with the branding of Los Angeles and potential movies and business opportunities and billboards. You know, he already sells a lot of shoes, but, you know, L.A.'s bigger than Cleveland, man. You know, it's yeah. just it's a it's a different yeah. realm right now on a global stage. So I'll give credit to Adrian Wojnarowski, who's obviously a huge NBA insider for ESPN. And I had the same thought, but he said it this morning on a show that I was listening to. And he said, look, LeBron doesn't have a lot of peers. He just doesn't. And one of the few guys that he could consider to be a peer, especially as he has laid out over the course of his career, is Magic Johnson. They're They're both raised in the Midwest. They're both manifest destiny, ended up in L.A., one from early on in his career, one now a little bit later in his career. Magic Johnson is, I guess, in my estimation, in the top two or three most successful basketball people that has ever lived, and that's not on the court, that's off the court. I've seen Magic Johnson speak, and it is really impressive to go through all of the 
things he's been able to do in the business world between movie theaters and Starbucks and owning Burger Kings and creating a network. bottling plants. About, That's yeah, what I was telling Cam. Right? Yeah. A net What's worth he in do? the half billion dollar range. And LeBron wants to well, have those types that's of That's what I told Cam earlier. What's, when, I said, when what's Cam, he going to do with Sprite? Because he's Cam, a Sprite guy, but now it's 7-Up. He's PepsiCo. When Cam brought up, uh, you know, yeah. Cam brought up the Sprite, I said, yeah, you know, he's an endorser for Sprite. Magic Johnson could teach him how to own Sprite bottling, uh, you yeah, know, companies. Good, good call. Yeah, right. Course. You look at you look at Magic Johnson. He's co-owner of the the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. Right. It's it's a whole new stratosphere. And you look at LeBron as Blaze Pizza is the fastest growing yep. fast food outlet in the United States right now. Not but one here. That's just pizza. And I There's heard just, you guys. Yeah. I heard you both mention Space Jam. He's rumored to be in Space Jam too already. In fact, they were going to. That's, yeah, that's what I They said. were going to release uh, his his destination via a trailer for Space Jam, and it was going to reveal him in a Lakers <laughs> uniform. But he killed it because it leaked, and he didn't want it to come out backwards. So that trailer is going to be released any day, any week now, uh, and it's going to be. Oh, as a betting man, like Garrett. Uniform. I guarantee you, I guarantee this. LeBron James is going to have his a film company up and running in about oh, a week. Yeah. Guaranteed. Kobe Bryant yeah. just won an Oscar. Yeah. Right? That's right. Like this, this is a new a new realm of, of business. So from a basketball standpoint, though, Mike, I was telling Cam earlier, the biggest winner of this, I think, is the Golden State Warriors. It's diluted. They're not scared of the Lakers. The Lakers aren't anywhere close to winning. And I see my bookie.ag have the Lakers favored to win the title. That's insanity. The Lakers are gonna they're gonna battle to make the playoffs. All right. That's with LeBron right now. They're they're a playoff team. You know, to me, they're a six seed, seven seed. You know, they'll be battling with the Portlands and the Denvers of the world, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, this uh, but, year the three through nine in the Western Conference was separated by two games. So it, it was down to the last weekend. Everybody was jumbled up around 48 exactly. to 45 wins. Now, to your but point, if you're the Warriors, I, Mike, I think Golden State the, wins. I think 14 yeah. teams in the Eastern Conference are huge winners like today. Like if he goes to Houston, if he goes to Houston, you know, even like if LeBron cared about winning, and I'm not saying he doesn't completely care, yeah. but honestly, if LeBron was like, you know what, I'm all about winning a title, I'm going to Houston. You know, or I'm going to go to the Pelicans for a year or two. I'll sign a two-year deal with these guys. I'll play with Davis Cousins and Drew Holiday, and we'll terrorize the Warriors. Him going to L.A. dilutes it. The, War- the, the Rockets didn't get any better. They even lost to Rizzo over the yeah. weekend, right? So they didn't get any better out of this. They might lose Capella. Um, you know, there's he didn't Lakers join. Lakers are apparently meeting with Capella, but yeah. he, still, it's a yeah. long shot. There's no mega super team, basically. Like, he didn't. He couldn't get anyone. Like, Durant said no. And the thing that shocked me the most out of this is Paul George. Paul George supposedly was hell-bent on playing with LeBron and hell-bent on yep. returning home. I just, I don't know. I guess because of the extra money, because of the contract extension, Mike. But why the hell would he stay in Oklahoma City? He can't win there. And why wouldn't he want to go to L.A. with LeBron? That's the part I don't understand. I understand Durant saying no, but why would Paul George back out at the last second? I don't get when that. Paul, when Paul George opted out, that was the first time, and it didn't last more than 24 hours, that I thought, well, this could happen now. I thought it was, I was thought at Friday after he opted out, I thought this Paul George, LeBron James thing could be on a collision course. And then by Saturday night, that was all over because of the announcement. Now, some people have criticized Paul George because of the manner in which he opted into this contract, and he, he could have taken 220 from Indiana and then worked a trade that way. Keep in mind, if he is healthy, and I think that's a part of this too, 
Paul George is one of the unique guys who has seen his basketball mortality flash in front of his eyes with the gruesome injury playing for USA Basketball. So you have to understand that he may very well understand that I need to lock in money now. There's there was just too much money. Knee surgery. Too much a, money to, 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 to refuse, right? When yeah, you got $150 million on the table, you got to take it. Yeah, it's 137 And keep in mind, if they extend his contract as it gets towards the end after the three years and extend it, it could be a total of $290 million over seven years. That's a $41.4 million <laughs> average. So he's not wow. passing up as much money as people have suggested he's passing up because if he if he stays healthy and extends with the Thunder, it could be 290 over seven years. Mike brings up real good economic points. You mentioned so you <laughs> yes. mentioned Eastern Conference uh, right now. But good, better, better for we're sitting a little well, bit better. A, well, you know, as a Toronto Raptor fan, yeah. the fact that you want to hear is... the Cavs contracts right now. By the way, here's here's what yeah. we got coming up this year. George Hill, 19 million. Tristan Thompson, 17 and a half million. J.R. Smith, 14.7. Jordan Clarkson, who could barely get off the bench, 12 and a half. That's what they have going into next year. Good luck. Train wreck. Yeah, and I saw best tweet of the day. Winner goes to uh, Twitter. Was in other news, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers have announced that they promoted Tyrone Lue to head coach. (laughs) (laughs) It's well played. Very well played. Yeah. So the Boston Celtics clearly become the team yeah, to beat now. For sure. The Sixers are right there. We're, the Raptors are, are the three off, hole. People are writing off the Raptors, but I wouldn't. I like the Nick Nurse hiring. I would like to see, and in other news, Mike, um, John Tavares, who is the big, you know, the, the uh, yes. you know, he's not LeBron James, but he's a damn good player. He was the biggest free agent prize out there, and the Toronto Maple Leafs got him. They're the favorites now at 7-1. to one They to are the, the favorites. We'll get to that a little bit later on. I should have held that bet with you for 20 years. I know. Yeah, Islanders someone, someone fans are so bummed around here. I live in the yeah. New York area. Islanders fans are really anywhere between bummed and incensed at the fact that they didn't trade him and get something. And they didn't get anything. Yeah. 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 I actually, next to the Leafs, I like the, yeah, I, but Tavares, I, I like the Islanders. This too. is on Tavares because Tavares. No, Tavares took less money to come to Toronto. No, but the Tavares with the Islanders, he did the old, this is tearing me apart, I don't yeah, know yeah. thing, right? Yep. So he'll say, I didn't know I was going to leave until the last second, guys. Like, it was so hard, I didn't want to leave. And he left them hanging. It basically exactly. put them in a bad that's, spot. That's well, the, if it's coming up on Sunday, wrong, I think. yeah, you got to man up even on that Friday night and say, "Listen, yeah. man, I got to go. I'm going yeah. to Toronto. Pull the trigger now. Do something if you can. Yeah, yeah let them at least do give them 48 hours to scramble, right? And they've had a tremendous. The Islanders have had a tremendous off season. George Kurtz, our expert on Roto experts, and you can hear him yeah. here on Fantasy Sports Network. He's one of our hockey experts as well, and a diehard Islanders fan. And he was ready to jump ship on the Islanders. Except that they hired Lou Lamarillo, they got Barry Trotz, they had a whole bunch of draft picks fall to them and go their way, and then Tavares was the final piece. But unfortunately, they're going to miss out on that. Um, you know, if it's me, I'm trading him mid-season. But there is yep. apparently the owners. Garth Snow was told by the owners, "You cannot trade this guy because we're going to get to try and sign him." And- Marcel so was, was one of the best young players in the league, too. What I was going to say yeah. about this, so it's the same owners of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Their offices are in the same damn hallway, right? Like one of the rooms, you know, Masai Ujiri's got an office, and down the hall, Brendan Shanahan has an office. So I look at it like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. I'm like, hey, Masai, Shanny yeah. just sold it. He just closed a deal. with <laughs> Close the big, yeah. deal. What do you got going on besides <laughs> re-upping Fred Van Fleet? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, what do you got going on? Thanks for your time, Mike. 
All right, guys. Take care. Thanks, Mike. We'll talk to Mike's Kevin the Harris best the and side. always clean, too. Beautiful sound. Like, he's on a great, great system. Mike's the man. He is. Mike blew it. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Who wants to go to a 2018 World Series game? Me! Tune into the Fantasy Sports Radio Network between July 8th and 17th. We'll be playing the DKMS Trivia Challenge for your shot to call in and win with a chance to attend a Fall Classic in person. The number to play is 844-843-6879. It's 844-843-FNTSY. Contest is sponsored by DKMS. They're looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best chance for survival. 30% of patients can find a matching donor in their family. 70%, nearly 14,000 each year, must rely on a benevolent stranger to step up and in and donate. Find out how you can help the cause and go to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. That's dailyroto.com slash DKMS. It's the DKMS Trivia Challenge, July 8th through 17th. Call in and win. Chance to, uh, to go to the 2018 World Series. We'll check in with some baseball talk a little bit later on. Gabe, I was just thinking with the NBA odds, odds are probably Boston. Boston uh, is the best team uh, ranked in the East at plus 650. Why not bet on them? And then you got Golden State at plus 200. You're in a perfect situation. Yeah, Boston, uh, Boston, Golden State seems like... like uh, uh, it sounds, uh, yeah, if everything goes according to plan, that's what should happen. Raptors got a shot as well. Philly, yeah, well, on my bookie, it's got... Uh, Laker, Lakers are the favorite, plus 125. Golden State, plus 200. The Rockets, plus 450. Boston's plus 650. Philadelphia's 12 to 1. Any other team, 20. Any other team, 20 to 1. Interesting. I see the Raptors are in a 40 to 1. Exactly. Right Warriors, Lakers, that's preposterous that the Lakers are Plus 125, it's nuts. Oh, that's ridiculous. If you make that bet, that's just stupid. Or it's even crazier that the Lakers are the second choice at some other spots right now. Like, the Lakers will be lucky to make the playoffs. They'll make the playoffs, but it'll be a battle to make uh, the playoffs. All right, so we were talking about the uh, Nathan's Hot Dog uh, Contest. Yep. And uh, we were talking about how this uh, can't be good for you, this stuff. God, no. Let's take a look. Inside the disturbing dangers of competitive eating. Um. All right, so about a week after eating 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes to win the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest, Matt Stoney drove to a Hooters and bought some chicken wings. Okay, this guy never stops. 200 of them. By dinner time, he'd polished them off as part of his training regimen for the Hooters World, World Wing Eating <laughs> Championship to be held Saturday. It's hard work. We push through the pain. All right, the so-called training sessions can include drinking more than a gallon of water, and are used by competitors to stretch their stomachs so they can hold more food. The water stretches the stomach. Yeah, I drink a lot of water. 
but it can also lead to serious injuries. And part of what competitive eating uh, eater Patrick uh, Bertolelli calls the dark side of the sport. Dark side. <laughs> the dark, dark side of the sport is when you take a dump, man. Yeah, that's another that's, thing. That's a dark how's your, side. How's your innards doing? Yeah, it's not very good. That'd be, right. That would hurt. Pain. All right, starting about a month and a half before. All right, so this is the training, all right? So this is what you have yeah. to do to get ready for the hot dog contest. Starting about a month and a half before the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, Stoney starts to eat as many as 60 hot dogs at a time, three times a week. So he's not just doing it once when he shows up. Like he's you got it. You got to yeah. train like like a yeah, marathoner. Like he's so, that you got to eat. So it's sort of when he gets to sixty, it's like all right, I'm good, I'm good. All right, you know what I mean. Three times a week for a month and a half leading up to this. Sickening. <laughs> I drink as much water as I can after I eat the hot dogs. Bluntly put, I feel like I'm going to explode. Yep. Wow, yeah, that's right, man. So, yeah, you know how much you get to win the Nathan's Hot Dog Contest? 10000 Ten grand, yeah. That's what I thought. I would check yeah. it for ten grand. Ten grand. Yep. To kill yours. Like, how long do you expect these guys to live? He says, though, yeah, you uh, you position yourself for lucrative appearance fees, if yeah. but with winning. That's the thing. When you brought him down to the poutine, like, <laughs> what do you get? Five grand here, five grand here. But I'm just saying, though, like. Dude, he's showing up at some at some yeah. town fair every weekend. He's Hi, somewhere. Hey, Matt Stoney. Matt Stoney's here. Yeah, he's yeah. getting 2,500, five eat, dimes. He's going to eat 200 butter tarts? Come on. You can yeah, do he's it, He's going to show up at a corn on the yeah, cob exactly. festival in Iowa. I can eat 500. I can, Hus- yeah. Husks of corn. I can crush 292 <laughs> pieces of corn in 19 seconds, man. <laughs> I told you, man. It's like my doctor told me I've only been in, like, I used to go to bar competitions. Okay, so that's yeah. it. But we were talking about, like, how big he is or yeah. how small he is. So yeah. I said he's sort of kind of a, t- a smaller guy. I was right. I said he's like 5'7, five, 5'8. Five, he's 5'8. Five, how many pounds do you think he weighs? Matt Stoney, buck 75. 125. Think about that. He ate 22 pounds worth of poutine. He only weighs 100. So, like, that's 20% of his body, bro. It's insane. I just, you just blew my mind right That's, yeah. Like, like you're 260. Yeah. That's like you eating 40 pounds of poutine. Yeah. <laughs> Think about like it. Like, you'd have 40 pounds of French fries, cheese. No. Like, he's 125 pounds. 22 pounds Gave of it. Me. Gabe. Is cheese, French fries, and, and gravy. gravy. Yeah. A 10-pound bowling ball listen, weighs a lot. Listen, imagine I'm eating, no health expert, but that, four, can't be, that can't be good for no, you, bro. Imagine eating four Like your blood balls. system? Oh, I know. Everything. You've got 22 pounds of gravy and fries and cheese, bro. You're only 125 yeah. pounds. So and, you're like 22% and, and, of you is made of cheese yeah. and gravy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to explode. <laughs> like, if you stabbed him. Gravy like would come cheese out. Yeah, curds yeah, yeah, would yeah, pop yeah. out of his stomach. Yeah, with blood. Yep. Like if you shot him, he would bleed gravy. <laughs> and Joey Chestnut hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, no, these guys' life expectancy—they're not living. Well. All right, so uh, I'm telling you, first place in the Hooters contest, eighty-five hundred dollars. Yeah, it's not enough for uh, it's. It's not enough. Stoney says uh, he plans to eat two hundred chicken wings four or five times a night before leading up to the contest. He won the contest last year by eating 102, 182 chicken wings in 10 minutes. So the son of a bitch is, like I said, he's going, he's ordering 200 wings at a time. He's eating 200 wings as fast as he can three times a what, week. How many wings did he eat? 182 Hooters chicken so wings. So when I did mine, there were 70. Yeah, this guy's, I, I, and that's like amazing. That's the best I've ever, like, 
man, I, I don't even know what to what to say. This guys, these guys are freaks. I don't, I don't know other way to put. It. They got two stomachs. Maybe you got two stomachs. This is great. Bertolelli, a longtime competitive eater who was uh, who won ten thousand dollars in a Harley Davidson motorcycle when he won the '94 Whip Wing Bowl in Philadelphia, said that he's injured himself training. He declines to discuss the injury in detail. I don't want to hurt the sport, and I don't want to hurt my marketability. And quite frankly, I'm embarrassed. I'm imagining like he split his his. I'm imagining like something bad happened when he was uh, going to the bathroom. I agree. I'm gonna say I say 100. percent Yeah. Like it was internally. Yep. Like I gotta believe. Like, come on. Like think about it, Cam. At some point in time, you dumping all this stuff out. It's got. There's got to be a bad experience. I mean, man, your bad experience after Chinese food. That's you, what I'm you, saying. You order one one hot Indian butter chicken dish. It's a little painful I'd, coming out. I you know bar- can you imagine? I had a barbecue for my parents last night. I had two steaks, a huge roast potato, Caesar salad and stuff, and I had a bad experience. <laughs> that I, no, it hurt. Like, so what are these guys doing? Oh, they're, they're freaks. I told you, they, they, their stomachs aren't the same. They got, so they got some kind of extra lining. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's not worth the money either. That's another thing. Like, Think about it, Gabe. Sure, the guy you got an appearance fee. Dave, Dave Brunelli, a former professional boxer who began competitive eating a few years ago, said he's no longer consumed. Uh, he no longer consumed more than a gallon of water during his training session because the more that left him feeling dizzy. Competitors, uh, eaters face other risks, including, uh, according to the medical expert, the training and competitions not only cause gastric ruptures. That's the term we're looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, that's right. God. Yeah. I got a stomach ache yeah. just talking you think about my, You this. think my spastic colon's bad? That's nothing compared to the gastric rupture. What Severe else? drop in sodium levels to dangerously yep. low levels that might lead to seizures can also trigger eating disorders. Putting all the health risks aside, there's certainly some psychological or psychiatric risks with regards to development of an eating disorder for people who have any sort of <laughs> genetic predisposition to have one. Somebody eating 10, 70 hot dogs in 10 minutes is self-abuse to some extent. We rest our case. Didn't we just say that? It's Yeah, it hurts. A 2007 study called Competitive Speed Eating, Truth and Consequences, published in the American Journal of uh, <laughs> Roten Genealogy, concluded, we speculate the professional speed eaters eventually may develop morbid obesity, profound gastroparesis, intractable nausea, Vomiting and even a need for uh, a gastro gastronomy. Yeah. So listen. Gastronomy. What the hell is that? Listen to this. Basically, I'm gonna. No, I'm what? Gonna so what? Do I get a new no, asshole? Yeah, yeah, no, no. That more. Or it could be in the in, in the stomach, like a gastro. I'm just gonna tell you something. So they use the water to stretch out their stomach, right, Gabe? So no, no. Just listen. When they stop, when they stop these competitions, it's like a fat person in their layers. You've created that extra think about it like you're you got like a huge huge amount of like extra stomach and skin that you have to deal with inside your body how much money do you think matt stoney made last year he says he he tells you 400k 100k you gotta be kidding joey chestnut made 230 that's sick so he's making 200k a year joey chestnut to live this life honestly like 
me talking to you right now, $230,000, how long? First of all, they're not going to live as long. No, as they're going to die people. younger they're, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. Like, there's no me. way, Joe, because like you said, it's not just, oh, once a year he shows up. Matt Stoney's talking about how for a month and a half the he's training. eating 60 hot dogs. Damn right. Got to be ready for the He's eating 200 chicken wings for dinner three nights a week. <laughs> how come these guys, like, they should eat kale or something? <laughs> most kale. Well, yeah, most broccoli. Most spinach. Yeah. How about, Why has yeah, yeah. everything got to be, like, bad for you? It's most tacos, most burritos. That's Same thing. You prove point. it. Eat, like, who can eat the most kale? Who can At least eat 40, 40 pounds of rice? better off, yeah. I imagine, yeah. even eating 40 pounds of anything, but you're better off. I got what yeah, you're even fish. Forty pounds of fish. Yeah, how about forty pounds of catfish? I oh, know they're like, no, no, let's no. go to Memphis and eat the burgers. The problem with fish though sometimes too is you if you eat significant amounts oh, of fish, iron. mercury. Mercury. It's the mercury in the fish. They'd be real smart after though. Uh, mercury poisoning. Bill Romanowski. It's pretty down. Oh yeah. The fish oils. Guys I played in the NFL for like fourteen years and I used to I had a lot of concussions, but, but I, I I, I discovered fish oil. I swear, that fish oil, it, it does wonders, Cam, for Oma, you. Omega-3 fish oils. I'll tell you something. At the bottom of the pile, I used to rake guys. I'd be grabbing guys. He goes, Gabe, Gabe. He goes, Gabe. Robo was the Gabe, best. if you know, you're on the air a lot, Gabe, you want to be sharp, uh, you know, the, the Omega-3 oils, Gabe, will keep your brain sharp. Fish oil. Buy the fish oil. We had Bill Romanowski on once a week, but voice. part of the deal was he got to plug Omega. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he took advantage of it. He'd oh, come he on first. Hey, guys, I just took some Omega fish oil. <laughs> Tablets. <laughs> Tablets. Great stories, Romo. He, 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 was, he was a legend. <laughs> no, I can't believe how little those guys make. That's just stupid. I, 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 uh, 230K. I, no, it's good money, but the game. What you're doing to yourself? It's no, no. They should be making way more than that. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. And it's uh, it's an early grave. It's your call. Like you, you should be you should be uh, think about it. like I think Chestnut. What do you for doing that type of stuff should be making at least five hundred a year. Yeah, but nobody nobody wants to pay. Like I know, but. Come on. Yeah, he's just eating food. It's not like... He's you know, just eating food. I know, but it's not like, you know... <laughs> like I said after, it's like the, the kid that sort of eats the worm in the playground. He thinks he's cool at the moment, but really, like... But honestly, I bet you Joey Chestnut gets laid more than I do, so... Right now, like, uh, there's probably, like, hot dog uh, groupies. Nathan's hot dog yeah, groupies. Competitive eating groupies. They yeah. follow him around. I'm assuming fat chicks. <laughs> 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 not, not there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just definitely. Be careful. Like, think about it. Matt Stoney is like a dream, dream yeah. date to some of these chicks. Yeah, you're right. Skinny, oh, yeah, skinny kid, five foot eight, 125 pounds, I and got, he can crush 200 chicken wings. We got a great restaurant. I got this new buffet up the street, Joe. Yeah, that's the thing. He just goes in there, and it's a joke to him. That'd be a great. Uh, imagine like a Stony showing up to like <laughs> some Chinese buffet. Oh, they'd be like poor uh, guy. Mister Wong would have no idea what's about to hit him. He just see a little Stony coming I can in. Tell you, he figured, ah, oh, this guy eat two plate. Like you no, see no, Stony no, just fifty plate sitting there. Sitting there like, <laughs> and I told you, no, that'd but, be a good. Yeah. I like to see that the Chinese food buffet competition. Great stuff. You have two racks on each side. You let Chestnut get one side, Stony. You're sort of right. We want to see who has less food left. We'll be back in an hour. Yep. I'll tell you, the Chinese guy won't go for it because he's losing a lot of money. Like oh. that's the, I'll tell you. You're like, oh, no, oh, Mr. No, Stoney. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. A lot Honestly, of chicken balls. Too he, many. Too he, many. The guy would be in tears. 
I told you, I went to a KFC Taco Bell split in Indiana where they ha- it was a buffet. They used to have Taco Bell and KFC buffets. I ate like a million pieces of chicken and taco. They kicked me out. What are they going to do with those guys? I'm not even good. Yeah, but I, you should know they kicked you out because didn't you weren't you a jackass and weren't you building some sort of like tower out of the going, bones? Yeah, I was just putting the bones up, making a real big, big building. Yeah, and the guy's like, oh. <laughs> what the manager? What he say? He came over. He's like, okay, all right, goes, you guys have been. He here. goes, you guys have been here too long. What the what the hell are you doing? Get the hell out of my restaurant. Basically, he just walked over. Oh yeah, that's why we took a picture of it because I got the bones real high. And he's like, enough is enough. You guys are you're idiots. Get out of here. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you're not allowed to hang out there all day. After eating a lot of chicken and tacos, you're not moving too quick. And I had a bad movement that night, too. Actually, that was the night we went to New Jersey there. And, you know, uh, they make money with the uh, the buffet stuff. Like yeah. people, Most people don't really eat, eat that much. That's the it's thing. It's sort of like reverse psychology. It's you figure it because it's the human, you're, the way we're trained, our minds, if there's an abundance of something, you don't want it. Right? So it's like, yeah, you have a plate. Some people might have a plate and a half also, or two. Also, buffets attract eaters who really die. Like, yeah. they're only eating, like, half a plate. Yeah, you're right. So all and those guys thing that is, kill Cam, them. When you mix food, it fills you up more, yeah, too. Yeah, it sure does. Right? Yeah. So people mixing, oh, I'm going to get two egg rolls. Oh, chicken this. Yeah, yeah. People come back with, like, ten different oh, items oh, on the plate. Too many noodles. Yeah, the plate. Yeah, they mixes <laughs> it down there. You know what I mean? So you're saying keep it the same like they only eat hot dogs or they only eat wings well, we got to get you we've never gone but actually you know what you might have a heart attack we talked about this before actually in what? vegas the heart attack real oh yeah I, I i well i went on the scale i'm not even close to getting the free meal you got to be uh, 350 yeah 350 at the time my biggest was like 280 i think but i never got to 350 yeah yeah and i don't want to be i got to be honest with you 265 is enough. but the heart attack grill in vegas they basically have, I don't know what it is. I think it's... Uh, They're burgers, though. They look so dry. Like, it's they, like just, a, they crook the crap out of them. They don't look very flavorful. I've seen the the thing on Guy Fieri's show, too. It's because they're pumping. Like, it's just one of those things that's kind of like in and out. Like, get the hell, you know? That I'm not really saying it's the best burger. Somebody really town. did have a heart attack and die in they, there, too, a couple that, of years ago. That is correct. And they actually embraced it. Like, they, yeah, yeah, they were all like, yeah. hey, look, yeah, it was great. cool. Yeah, yeah. Died. Yeah, great, great idea. Like, instead of like, <laughs> no, no, no one died here. Yeah, they almost have it like in the window. Like, yeah, it's man like had a heart attack here. <laughs> <laughs> like they embrace it. Here, yeah, I mean, it's like a challenge. I know. Like that's what they do. I swear to God, guys, it's on Fremont in Vegas. We got to go there. I, oh, I, I basically where I'm staying at the El Cortez is right up the street. It's I, on Fremont I, I pass in Vegas. It all the time. And it's like this diner, but you can't see inside. They don't want you seeing inside. So it's, it's like it. there's mirror yeah. like windows type thing. But there's a giant scale. So the waitresses inside are all dressed like hot nurses. True. They're all like Vegas hot nurses with big racks. Um, and if you, you know, if you can get through the burger, you get it for free and stuff. But they have like a, um, they have a scale outside. It's like a cow scale. And you get on it. If you weigh 350 pounds, you eat for free. It's like everyone on like Fremont watches. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 
Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Enjoy playing daily fantasy sports, but are sick of dealing with professionals using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries. Try the Prop Builder tool over at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups, ditch a hassle of D1 late scratches, and avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players you want without salary caps. You sign up for a new account using promo code FNTSY. You can elect an option to receive 50% deposit bonus with a rollover requirement. No more dealing with late lineup scratches. No experts to compete against, just you and the props that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter promo code FNTSY upon sign-up, and choose your matchups using the Prop Builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. So, we've been talking a lot uh, recently. We brought up uh, cheating in golf, and it's amazing. We were ahead of the curve ever since I brought it up. It seems to happen every week. It's true. The week that I brought it up and I said, yeah, I bet you Phil Mickelson's a big cheater. Yeah. <laughs> he actually cheated no, no, a couple days later. Yeah, yeah. People don't understand. Like, we talked about that cheating story days and then it actually happened yeah. and then it's happening again. It's weird. My exact man. words were, you can't trust Phil Mickelson if you're playing with this yeah. guy. And we, pro- and we proved the other guy with the baggy shirts. VJ. <laughs> VJ Singh. <laughs> All right, so no more controversy. Not uh, more more controversy here. So, not often. In fact, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever really seen that before, Cam. And I'm not going to lie. I wasn't watching this live, but I know about the aftermath yeah. of what happened. But uh, very very rare that a group plays through. Yeah. So like they were arguing. They were actually going to fight. <laughs> there was nearly a yeah. few. So it was almost like a real golf course, like yeah. weekend hackers, because yeah. that's happened to me before, where me and my buddy were arguing. So we were like nearly swinging clubs. We actually threw, he threw a club at me. Oh, if he throws a club at you, it's fair game for you to well, like, kill he, her. Yeah, kill he's, you know, well, I had one, yeah. whatever. But there was, like, this married Korean couple, like, right behind us. Yeah, they didn't like that So, no, much. in the middle of the fight, I looked over. I was like, just play on. <laughs> I told him, go on. Hey, guys, yeah, you play, just, yeah, play through. We'll just, settle there. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, oh, just yes, sir, yes, sort of shoot around <laughs> us. Like, yeah. they were putting around oh, us, yeah. and we were arguing on they the side. They probably got in their carts and drove as fast yeah. as they Well, actually, they complained because yeah. the marshal was yeah. on our ass the these next guys, hole. Yeah, these, yeah. Guys, these guys got this golf club. He goes, you guys are throwing, yeah, they said, these guys are throwing golf clubs at each other. They're going to kill each other. So, Sung Kang. Yeah, Sung Kang. All right, Sung Kang at the time entered the clubhouse. It was the round of the day uh, Sunday the 2018 yep. Quicken Loans National. He made six birdies on the afternoon, so he played good. He did. Played both sides of the course in 32. Yeah, he shot 64. The only problem is his playing partner, Joel uh, Damon, accused Kang of cheating. <laughs> Apparently, the hole in question is the par 5 tenth. Yep. All right, the, the debate got so intense and lasted for so long, the pairing behind uh, Damon and Kang actually had to play through. Yep. Damon said Kang cheated on Twitter, and he followed up with a series of responses. Kang cheated. He took a bad drop from a hazard. I argued until I was blue. I lost. <laughs> <laughs> when Damon was asked exactly what happened, he said it was a typical dispute about, uh, about where or if it yeah. crossed uh, the hazard. 
it clearly did not cross the hazard. We it, went it back did. and forth for 25 minutes, and he ended up dropping it closer to the green. At that point, there was nothing I could do. If I don't sign the cards, a rules official will. I just would have been delaying the inevitable. So this goes on here, too. It's, uh, <laughs> like you said, like they nearly got into a fist no, fight. Yeah, no, like, no, Damon, like, like, like he was going to attack Kang. Like he was just like had enough. Like right? We can't use the words, but I guess he... Uh, he See something. Yeah, he called yeah. him a, a sea sucker. Yeah. Like, basically, like, profanities were being oh, yeah. hurled on the course, yeah. right? It's not like, like, and you see that. Like, I see guys mad in golf. When you call that guy a sea sucker, like, you want to kill him. And another thing is, so, basically, on the hazard, the guy, you're supposed to play it back from, from where it entered. Not the on the other side. That's the thing. And the guy puts it, like, close to the hole, and he parred the hole. So, he probably would have yeah, shot it. Yeah, but where the hell, where the hell, once again, are the officials on yeah, this? Yeah, that's the thing. Couldn't know why? What were they doing? following Tiger Woods who's on the final. Do you understand what's happening in golf? There's only so many, like, that's the thing. Each guy group is supposed to have a playthrough group. I'm telling you, man, guys are cheating left and right on the PGA out there. We talked about it. Like you said, the cameras are only on a few people. These guys are out here. Nobody, you know, Sun Kang and stuff. He figures no one's going to, you know what I mean? I'll just drop it here. No one's going to say anything. The only person that did was the playing partner. Yeah, and he's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, it's crazy. But I will say, you know, no. Hey, Tiger Woods finished T four. He he had a real good uh, tournament this week. We'll give him credit. But Gabe, I'll he was tell probably you. cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Martin. No, no, where's no. Craig Martin? No, 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 no. I'm just uh, <laughs> yeah, Tiger. Tiger's on the up. Time to stir, stir the pot. But I'll tell you, Francisco Molinari, Gabe, we picked him too. He won by eight shots. He shot a sixty three. Tr- trust me, I saw every one of his shots. He did not cheat. He was so damn good. Ever since this guy gave in the last three events, he's had win, win, second. Like he's the hottest player going. No one's talking about him. Watch out for him at the British Open, the Scottish Open, wherever he got, decides to play. The reason why, it was actually smart. All those guys, uh, Justin Thomas and all that, went over to France, right? They interviewed Molinari. You know what he said? He goes, I'm going to tell you something. This course fits my eye. I've never won on the PGA Tour. So he skipped the European event, which he would have played, said, I- I'm going to do well, and boom. The guy called his own number, won the damn tournament, not by a- by eight shots. Eight shots. He crushed. For the record, uh, LeBron James, um, Laker, Jersey. Yeah, 23. They're up 600% today. Yeah, I bet they are. I can't wait to cheer against the Lakers every game next year. Screw them. Top markets, top cities that bought L.A. Laker jerseys already. Los Angeles? Cleveland? No. Yes. Yes. Yeah, good call. Because people like LeBron more than the the last market, yeah. Yeah. Top top sellers today have Laker jerseys online. So, like, basically NBA.com is already pimping them out. Did you see the story about the season ticket holder? New York, Los Angeles, Oakland, San Francisco, Bay Area. Makes sense. And Cleveland. There was a guy who paid, uh, I think, $196,000 for seasons now. They had a big thing outside. Where, in Cleveland? Yeah, no, no, in L.A. Oh, for in LA. LeBron. So all, the, all these guys are there now. They're talking about, did you see the sales on StubHub? His story going through the roof. These guys are oh, making yeah. it hand over fist now. Like, it's just putting money but, in yeah. people's pockets. LeBron makes people money, man. He sure he does. does. It's a great point. The he scalpers, makes everybody season ticket holders. Oh, just, scal- yeah. Scalpers, are. this is the best moves. Uh, but you ever. know what? You know, they've been going through tough times over the last couple of years in L.A. too, right? Yep. So it, go, it goes back and forth, really. But, yeah, it's a good point. If you're a season ticket holder for the Laker and you already have the tickets here, the value just, like, tripled. Same with the scalpers. Uh, 
not to, to a very lesser extent here with John Tavares. Oh, they're happy. They're very, oh, very happy. I actually know one. They, they used to play horses together. So these guys are ecstatic. Except one thing is, is... Leafs games are already sold. Yeah, out. No, it's already but, sort but, of. But, but for the individual ticket in certain matchups, yeah, you'll creates, pay more. It creates, it creates a creates bigger more. market. Yes, yes. A little bit of more. Yes. You'll make some dough. Now, as far as John Tavares, so now the Toronto Maple Leafs are favored, and that's as stupid as the yeah. uh, the Lakers. Uh, their odds are seven to one. It's not. The it's, second choice is as, Tampa, and I don't even think Tampa should be the it's second. It's not even choice. stupid as uh, as the Lakers with the odds. The thing but, with the Toronto Maple Leafs is, Liam, we can't forget. You know, they haven't been out of the first round of the playoffs since two thousand two. Oh, I know. Right now, they have a very good team on paper. The Maple Leafs do. They need better defensemen. Yeah, point blank. They need two defense. It doesn't matter. You could have Wayne Gretzky up there, bro. It doesn't matter right now. Like you need their defense is awful, terrible. It is awful. Subpar. It's oh, just, yeah, you're, no, you're not winning in the playoffs. Hey, they had they had goalies. You can you can cover it in a regular season with your good goalie, oh, and you can score five goals even and the win goalie, five three. Anderson's inconsistent, Gabe, but very inconsistent. They need better defensemen, and also. Austin Matthews and Marner are still young. They are. They're 21 years old, right? So it's not like people are like, oh, now they're going to win. They're still young players, and they're going to have to. They're going to have to get better. They're going to have to show that they want to win and not just have skill. Remember last year, I talked about it, Cam. You, we saw it. Man, it was a lot of times, man. Matthews coasts a lot, dude. Yep. He does. He's very skilled, but there's times he just sort of floats you know around does? on defense. He gets defense. very frustrated when things don't go well. Then he starts He's to a go. great player from the center ice in. But when yeah. the puck's on the other end, at times he'll sort of float around the blue line. Like, he doesn't have that desire, I'm going to go get let's the just, puck. Let's just say he's not as bad defensively as Patrick Lane, but his defense needs a lot and, of work. And, and needs work. Mitch Marner might be worse in the sense oh, that... Oh, Mitch Marner's a floater. Yeah, Marner just sort of floats Good around player. when he doesn't have the puck, right? Yeah. But when he has the puck, he's freaking explosive. He's but, a he's foot speed. Some of the best. And foot another speed. thing, he's very he's small. He's skinny, right? He's, he's, he's paper thin. Yeah, so he's not. You know, he's gonna have to get. They're gonna have to if they're gonna want to win the cup. You got to go through four rounds, bro. It's a freaking marathon. Like I, I would I mean? look at other teams before I look at the Leafs. Like yeah, the Leafs are like, overvalued. Like right Pittsburgh, now. twelve to one. I, I think for a team that has good, like uh, a very dangerous team, a team like San Jose at twenty-two to one. I just still don't like Vegas at ten. That's After ridiculous. what they did, they should be way higher. Oh, and for than, the record, yeah, Vegas on. lost James Neal. Yeah, he went to Calgary. James Neal. I'll tell you what, Cam. Vegas is going to be like that movie Benjamin Button. You ever seen that movie? Yeah, Reversal. You get old. Yeah, old. Uh, yeah. Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. started out. He was born an old man, and he died a baby. Correct. This was going to happen to the Vegas Golden Knights. Interesting concept for a movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, actually, I liked it, too. I'm not going to deny. I actually enjoyed the film. Kind of, it's kind of depressing. Yeah, actually, yeah, there was parts that I wanted to cry. But Vegas at ten to one is stupid. It's it's a very like I would put their number at twenty five. Twenty two to twenty five. Yeah. They just made the thing. That's my point with Vegas is they're gonna go backwards. Yeah. Like each year they'll get worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was a fluke. I hate to say it. That's the best way of putting it. It was lucky. Everything worked out for them. Everything the schedule. fell into place. Yeah, it yeah. Did. Just it did. everything fell into place. They play it. So we'll give them credit. They were amazing in certain they, games, but they, they got but, they got the benefit of the doubt. But they had thirteen players on the team that were playing in contract years. Yes, it's very, Work, very worky, simple. worky, worky, money, money. Professional athletes. Yeah. I don't care, man. Whether it's baseball, NBA, NFL, NHL. When the money calls. contract years. Look at Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry was like uh, he was on the cover of uh, Muscle and Fitness magazine in his contract year. <laughs> He showed up looking like Fat Albert as soon as he got the money. <laughs> I I like, like, you notice he changed. Oh, he was so punchy. Like Kyle got into shape for like a year there. You know what I mean? You know, like two years, a year and a half. He sort of fooled us. 
And then the second yep. he got the max contract. Oh, oh, here comes the punch. And he went right back to Popeyes. Yeah, you know what sure I mean? He, he went right back to Popeyes. Well, they, they are the chicken sponsor of the Raptors. He was like, man, I already got the four years, 140 mil. I'm good. <laughs> right? Exactly, like, man. what he, are they going to do? He has that little, frame, you know I mean? too. Lowry's got that frame where he can really put on weight. He's got that kind of, like, pudgy kind of frame, right? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, looking at these odds, oh, stupid. Just, yeah, I don't know who makes these things. But anyway, yeah, hey, people are going to click on it 10 to 1. No, the Leafs are good. The Leafs are contenders. They're not 7 to 1, though, good. They're, no, they're, they're not the best they team. Should be. They're not the best team in the NHL now. They should be where, actually, behind Pittsburgh. They should be 15 to 1. It's actually strange to see the Leafs at the top of the board it's when you a, look. I know. Now I regret that 20-year bet. Like, I got, I can tell you, the Pittsburgh Pirates aren't going to win a damn no, you're, championship. You're closer. Now you're favored. I know. It's unbelievable. And I uh, don't worry about the bet. Actually, you know what? It, was, it went on for so long. It was just... I might get it under the 20-year window, though. Then I'll really regret it because well, I was the guy. You'll have to worry. Yeah, well, let's wait and see if they actually get to the finals when first. When did we make that bet? 16 years ago? How many years ago no, was no, it? Probably 12? Like 12, 13 years yeah, 12, ago. 12, 13 years? <laughs> Long shelf life. That's a crazy bet. You tapped out because the Pirates used oh, to make the playoffs oh, every know. year. The Pirates are starting to scare me. Arr, 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 I don't want to pay like <laughs> They that. would never win, no, but they, they made the playoffs. I don't want to pay ten grand. I just didn't have the money. You know, it's just uh, <laughs> I had to do what I had to do. <laughs> Buyout. <laughs> you didn't take it either, which is great. So we're, we both push like losers. Yeah, I could have hit that. I could have yeah, taken yeah, it. You, you, he you, offered me 200 bucks yeah, once. you could have taken it 200 bucks. You could have gone to Ponderosa. The Pirates won a playoff series, and Cam was getting worried. He goes, you know, I don't know. I think they might win the World Series. Can I give you 200 right now? <laughs> I should have taken it. Yeah, I should have taken and, it. And I should have waited. So I should have done a lot we, of things. Yeah, me too. We make a lot of mistakes. The Montreal Canadiens are 66 to 1. Yeah, they should be 200 to 1. They suck. Well, look, the, the Vegas Golden Knights were 500 to 1. So they were the longest shot. So if we're going to take the longest shot right now, the Ottawa Senators are 150 to 1. They're, They're not, not winning. No. I would take a shot with the, the team. The Coyotes right? are 80 to 1. Know what team I'd actually take a shot at, as dumb as this sounds, if, at the stupidest thoughts? Vancouver at 70 to 1. I would look, I think they're better than. I think Vancouver. And all, I think Vancouver all, will compete for a playoff. They will spot. compete for a playoff. Spot. I know. No, I'm just saying. I'm looking at teams. Buffalo like, Sabres, sixty-six to one. Yeah, no. Red Wings, sixty-six. Uh, no. Uh, you can't bet these teams. Rangers, sixty. Colorado, no. Canadians, thirty-six. No. no. Panthers, forty. No. Yeah, Devils, thirty-five. Panthers, yeah. Panthers, forty. Yeah. You know what, man? Avalanche, thirty-five. That's to what one. I said. Avalanche, thirty-five. Flyer on. Look, uh, Avalanche are a good team. They got a bunch of young players. They were really good last year. They're not really getting a lot of respect here. They needed uh, their goaltending's a little bit shaky. Varlamov's always hurt, and I can tell you one thing: uh, the Bernier is not an NHL goaltender. He'll be exposed. The Capitals aren't going to repeat. No, they're not. The Jets at twelve to one, not enough value for me. No, not for a team exactly that hasn't. Vegas done it. at ten, as we mentioned, That's ridiculous. Brutal. Nashville at ten, getting older. Their, Nashville's there. Actually, one of their players got a, a, one of their better players didn't have a domestic last week or something. Something serious is going on there too. So be careful with Nashville. So James Neal becomes the first Vegas Golden Knight to bail. Calgary needed that. That's a good. That's a really good move for Calgary. What's Calgary's problem? Mike's.